Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hmm. Where art thou, Max? Maximilian? <laughs> oh, yeah, well... Let's welcome Jim Wexel and the great Jim Wexel. Uh, I, I was hey, sitting there, We had one of those, uh, like, uh, misconfigured things. You know, we got our start time screwed up a little bit. And Max is doing something urgent that uh, right now taking care of. But we welcome. I think he said he was grabbing some water. He should be back in a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I hear him in the background. This is, uh, this is how we roll, Jim. Welcome to the show, as always. Uh, we appreciate you Thank checking you. in. <laughs> Thank you, Wolf. Thank you. Um, it's not the elaborate uh, uh, intro that you get from Max normally. I was taken a little bit by well, surprise, you know. I, the listeners are probably tired, a little tired of that. I mean, it was great for me. I loved it. The listeners have probably had enough of me. Well, certainly one of the things, one of the things that um, I wanted to ask you coming in was there's a lot of talk about offensive coordinators. Have you heard? Any names outside from Cliff Kingsbury? And uh, we were discussing um, Eric Bieniemy too. But is there any other ones that are kind of on your radar? Well, the the guy who's on my radar is Brian Greasy, quarterbacks coach at San Francisco, mm. and they're still playing. Right. So, oh yeah, uh, we're we're not going to hear that one until, I mean, if they are going to talk to him. So uh, uh, that's the guy who interests me. I don't know what kind of experience at play calling he has or what kind of training he's had. He was a quarterback at Michigan. He was a quarterback in the NFL. And he's a quarterback's coach in a very good system, system that I like. I, I'm not as big a fan of the air raid system that Clingsbury uh, probably uh, uh, is a disciple of. Because that he you know he worked for Mike Leach, he played for Mike Leach, and uh, I, I just it does doesn't interest me. It's too running shootish, too lightweight. The San Francisco the Shanahan uh, offense has a lot more uh, run game involved, a lot more under center, uh, a lot more two tight ends, but it's not a dull uh, uh, plotting run-oriented offense. It's, a, it's very run-centric, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, but there's a lot of uh, passing game involved and a lot of good play calling, at least by Shanahan. So I, I'd like to get a taste of that. You know, that's interesting. That, that's what... I'm sorry, Wax. Uh, Max and I were discussing Kingsbury uh, ahead of time, and, you know, my impression of him was that air raid thing. But he says there was a lot more emphasis to the run. 
Max, are you there now, bud? Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm here. I'm okay. here. And, you know, one of the things, Wex, um, that I think a lot of people kind of have the same sentiment that you have, but Cliff Kingsbury, if you look at his numbers and the improvements that he made, um, he's he's actually been a run-first coach over the air raid. Yeah, they have some spread concepts in there. They use a lot more sub-run versus the big, but he also adjusted and ran a lot more 12 personnel run once he had the tight ends. Um, but Cliff Kingsbury actually top 10 rushing um, in his years in Arizona. He moved from uh, 23, I think 13 the first year, but moved into top 10 after that and created you know, a very run first attitude because his philosophy is you have to be able to run the ball in order to pass the ball. And so that's one of the things that kind of is, is a flip from what everybody thinks. I think the misnomer of his, like you said, his time with Mike Leach, his time at Texas Tech as a head coach, uh, people automatically associate those, those two things with just pure air raid, but he's actually a very run conscious coach. Um, and those numbers don't lie from his time in, in Arizona. Okay. Um, still, he's not a very sexy name. He's not. He he failed as a coach, right? And he at Texas Tech, he kind of he kind of made the jump, if I recall, without having proved himself really at Texas Tech. Uh, so yeah. uh, I just I just have a lot of questions that come along with his name. I haven't studied him like you have, Max. So. I'll, I'll, I'll add that to my knowledge base. Well, but, uh, I'm, I'm my below both of you on that. <laughs> Sorry. But my I'm initial gonna... reaction, I, I, I like Zach Robinson. I like what the Rams, I like the Rams offense. Mm -hmm. And uh, Zach Robinson has worked with Mason Rudolph. They're both Oklahoma State quarterbacks. Um, I like that. Uh, I like, I, I would like it even more if I knew that Mason told them, hey, go, go talk to this guy. You'll mm. like this guy. This guy's impressive. That's what I that's what I want to hear, uh, and um, and Brian Greasy, you know, that's just uh, another hunch, you know, because Zach Robinson's a quarterbacks coach too, and, and Mike Tomlin did say he prefers experience, as we all prefer. I mean, that was the answer. Don't hold him to finding an experienced guy. At least that's what I took from the press conference, because he was asked if he prefers experience. And what kind of imbecile would say, no, I don't prefer experience. Give me the raw guy. You need an imbecile? I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, add that to your knowledge base. <laughs> exactly. Well, with an imbecile, you so, don't have much of one. So, <laughs> uh, What I like about these quarterbacks, Coach, is these young guys on their way up instead of the tired offensive coordinators who have been fired. Mm -hmm. That's just the impression. Now, you know, um, uh, Dick LeBeau bounced around, didn't mean that uh, he couldn't coordinate. Now, things like that, guys can't. This Bevel, uh, who, uh, who was in Seattle, and uh, he's, he's uh, uh, on everybody's list, Daryl Bevel. Okay, um, yeah. He's a failed offensive coordinator. He made the call in the Super Bowl that, was intercepted by New England at the goal line, right. and Marshawn Lynch was just hammering the ball. And that might have been Pete Carroll's call. I mean, the head coach does make big calls at big times, but um, you know, Bevel uh, has the he has that stigma to him. He has that baggage from that one call, <laughs> probably the worst call in Super Bowl history. But, uh, 
Uh, it could have been Carroll. <laughs> so uh, he, he might interest me because maybe he's been shortchanged by that reputation, and maybe he really does have something on the ball and, and could, could reclaim his status uh, with a new team like the Steelers. And, and I think those are interesting. I mean, what do you think about as far as uh, like like a name like Eric Bieniemy? Well, here's the problem I have with Eric Bieniemy. He was uh, the coordinator for Andy Reid, and Andy Reid did all the work. Andy Reid called all the plays. I don't. I, I don't. I, I always thought that that gave Bieniemy too much of a good reputation for no deserved reason. So I always was curious about what he really knew because we haven't seen his offense. But, I mean, uh, I, you know, yeah. I, I'm a guy that I cover one team. Yeah, actually, Max has seen more teams than I have. And I don't, <laughs> you and me I don't watch all the Monday night football games anymore. Uh, I actually am one of those guys that pitched cable, got rid of cable, and in buying these little packages. Everybody's <laughs> perturbed. Everybody's perturbed about Peacock. Yeah. And Paramount Plus, but it cost me ten dollars a month to, between the two, <laughs> compared to the two hundred and eighty dollar cable bill they used to send me. <laughs> so I think if, if you pay for the regular stuff, you're paying more. You're you're getting you're you're cheating the system by Peacock. So anyway, um, this is a time for ranting. This is way to go, Wex. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a rant. Call this number now. <laughs> oh, I love it. What, what got me going on that? I forget. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. It just happened. No, That's It was organic, brother. But, you know, it, we've talked about offensive coordinators, but, you know, also there's issues that are abounding in and around the Steelers. And, by the way, I was I was just starstruck that uh, – not starstruck, but, you know, just struck, period, that Marcel Pastor – um, is is gone on and, and going uh, elsewhere. I thought, yeah, Zooks, man, 23 years. That guy was just so, so fabulous, such a big part of the conditioning piece of the organization. And just, you know, we're going to miss him. But uh, certainly that's well, another piece gone. He's he's also the emergency quarterback, isn't he? <laughs> we can't just get rid of Marcel. <laughs> exactly. You ever see Marcel's arm? Yes, we talked about that. He's got the cannon. He has the biggest arm in camp every year. Every year, yeah. No doubt. And um, well, I did not know he was leaving. I'm sad to hear that. Yeah, I am too. It's in the news this morning. He, he posted a, um, a, a thing where he's saying, you know, said goodbye to Steelers Nation, and you know, really very nicely thought out and, and, and spoken. Uh, I was on LinkedIn or something. And, uh, you know, I just so wish the best for Marcel. Just love the guy. The guy is just a fabulous dude. Um, and like That's you it. said, the biggest Armin camper of the year. But, you know, so you've got we, – we, we got an assistant conditioning coach. We got, we're got we down one there. Now we also got to find – what are we going to do with the inside linebacker position? <laughs> <laughs> How do we bulletproof well, those guys? I, I'm not so sure we should uh... – just ignore that gaping hole at assistant coordinator, yeah, no. but assistant conditioning coach. I'm sorry. Oh yes. <clears throat> but inside linebacker is kind of important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's going to be the answer there? I myself would not count on Cole Holcomb. I, I mean, his game was quickness and that was a pretty severe injury. 
Mm. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying cut him. Right. I'm just saying in the planning process, I don't know that you should count on him because, and Quan Alexander's a free agent, and but he also had a serious injury too, his second one. So um, I think you've got to find somebody, and I, 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 I'm guessing free agency. I think they want a veteran. I think they've maybe Devin Bush cured them of trying to teach these young kids to do the job. And really it's not a big inside linebacker draft crop this year, but um, you know, Alandon Roberts is one Mark Robinson. Apparently has shown them a little bit more and um, you could call Holcomb. I don't know that you can really count on that. Hmm. So I'd like to see him find one. Yeah, no, I, I think that, that that's a very, very apt thing because I mean, you know, as we've seen, you you've got to have a lot of guys now. Now, do I expect it to be the rash of injuries that we had like this past year? No, but I think that's something you have to consider is is, is health and durability. And I think that's why you keep a Mark Robinson around because a he has been available, which is always a key determinant and getting that play time. And that's the one risk you run with an older linebacker is, you know, how fresh, how young, how injury proof is that player or any player for, 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 for that matter. But you have to consider that and you have to get, you have to get some youth because you have to be able to grow some guys around here. You know, um, I think that's kind yeah. of where I look at it is you, you got to have those options available to you because you never know um, what could happen like we did last year. Cause I do want to ask you this, uh, you know, because linebacker was one, but secondary, where do you feel about the secondary and kind of what the direction is for that? Because you need to bolster that. I believe that's your job number one. I think that's the area of the team that needs the most work, if, if it's not quarterback, but that's a different animal. Uh, the secondary still needs work. It needs another corner, and it needs maybe a nickel. And it needs a safety. Um, you know, we could be looking at the 1987 draft with Rod Woodson, Dalton Hall, Thomas Everett yeah. in the first four four rounds. I, I wouldn't be adverse to that. So um, they, they, can, they can do that, and I would be happy with it. I know people want to uh, fix the offense, but I think that's been tended to in past drafts, and that offense is about due to come – come on a come of age with the receivers and the tight end and the running backs all about ready to blossom and impressive uh, offensive line capability. I don't know if they're done with the line yet, but um, uh, it, it has the, uh, has the anchor now, the young anchor. So I'm excited about the offense, I, even though it ranked worse than the defense. I don't know that the offense needs the early draft attention that, the secondary does or even a defensive lineman to replace cam eventually. You know, one of the interesting things that is on the unknown list is Corey Trice and what he's capable of being able to bring this year based off of the, you know, recovering from the knee injury and everything else. But that's another long corner that uh, everybody was so looking forward to seeing what he was going to be able to do along with Joey jr. And, I wonder how much in their mind they're thinking, well, you know, we, how much are they expecting from him? Do they expect contribution? Are they, you know, 
something like that that would keep them from doing the you know the um, one two three secondary guys like they did back in the 80, 87, as you said, Rod Woodson and the rest of those guys. Um, I wonder if that that's something that's mitigating to you know Omar and the crew. Well, um, I would put Corey Trice in the Cole Holcomb camp. Mm. That I would not count on him, but if he gives it, if he comes on, great, then that's extra. I would still go ahead with a corner. This was a tall guy who got drafted in the seventh round. Now, if it was because of medical concerns, now we have more medical concerns. So True. I don't know that that helps. Or, or was he uh, seventh round because they determined that this tall corner is really going to be a liability because tall corners can be really bad. Mm-hmm. They, they, you really have to have the dexterity to play that position. And <laughs> it's hard to find those guys. You know, right. Mel Blunt is Mel Blunt because he was one of a kind. Right. So, uh, and, and Joey Porter Jr. is showing that too. So I don't know that you can count on Corey Trice, A, because he was um, uh, tall, and B, because he picked off a couple passes in seven-on-seven drills in the spring. I, I liked those couple of decent plays he had, mm-hmm. but I didn't see that this was some kind of guy that was popping. Uh, I, I, I didn't see that. Again, I didn't see it from Joey either because it's the spring. Yeah. So we haven't seen anything from him in training camp and a tall seventh rounder with medical issues has many concerns going in to his next training camp. Mm-hmm. So I would not plan on him being a guy. I just wouldn't. No. And I think that's why you always have to constantly turn over and exhaust every option. Um, uh, I know you kind of hit this as quarterback as an, as an offensive concern, um, but what's some of the middling concerns? Is it the offensive line and continuing to bolster that looking in the interior? Um, or, you know, is it that you do need to find another veteran type of receiver? Like where are we at with, uh, with that aspect of it as well? All right. Well, let's start with the O-line. Um, I think two of the weaknesses are, are two of the best players, the best guys, guys I want to make it because I like them and they play hard and they work hard and they're really good triers. But center might need an upgrade and left tackle. I know, I know, Wolf, you, you're an expert. You, both you guys like Dan, uh, Dan. Um, and he went up against a murderer's row all season long. Um, but they're going to need a number uh, a number three offensive tackle. I mm-hmm. believe they're going to cut Chooks. That's my feeling. And once that happens, they're going to need an under uh, a number three like they did last year. And so I can see them drafting a right tackle high, with the intention eventually of moving Broderick to left tackle. Mm-hmm. But I still see Dan Moore holding that and Broderick staying at the right side, even with a uh, say a second round right tackle draft pick being your number three and then he'll eventually get his chance to be a starter and then maybe Broderick moves to the left side and and so uh I could be wrong about Dan Moore it just seems like a quasi soft spot at times and center uh had had issues all year long uh and again Mason Cole's a great dude uh so it's difficult for me to 
right. talk, be talking bad on, on great dudes, but that's how I see it. Right. As for wide receiver, I'd love to see Tyler Boyd. I mean, that's, that news was interesting. That Where did that come from? That came out of nowhere. That came from Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was wondering. I, I, I heard that, and I, was like, I couldn't figure out where it came from. Yeah, I mean, uh, somebody reported it, but Tyler said it. Wow. And, um, yeah. And so, hey, yeah, okay. Um, Wouldn't you like I, to see I'm, him it, as a slot guy, huh? Absolutely. That's that's his niche. That's, Man. He's a perfect possession guy, perfect uh, small tight end type, but with wide receiver speed. Yeah, absolutely. And um, somebody – Somebody asked me in today's uh, Ask Wex uh, for Steel and City Cider, someone asked me about Gabe Davis. And all I could say is I saw him one time, and he was great. But when he was out, when he when he missed this past game, I, I, I read a lot of uh, insightful Buffalo people uh, saying that that's not that big a deal. He, he isn't as good as what we saw last year. <laughs> so okay, if if you say so, yeah. but I have I haven't watched Gabe Davis every week, but that's another interesting guy too. Hmm. Very good, my friend. Well, I thank yeah. you so very much. <laughs> you know, thanks, Wolf. We, we might need one more audio uh, next week. I think we're still we're still on the air. Is it possible we can get you for one more peer pressure? Peer pressure? Peer pressure? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, just absolutely. making sure. Absolutely. On the record. On the record. <laughs> peer pressure. Peer pressure. <laughs> All right, very good indeed. You know what? Okay. Let's go to break. We thank you so much, Wex. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate you. I'm uh, doing this because on account of we got mixed up in our uh, who's doing what. And I was going to say, yeah, Max, Max I know. Was supposed to be doing I know, I know, I know it, but, you know, I, I didn't I know. know what to do. But, you know, what? Wolf, Wolf did such a great job, though. No, you, you know? know what happened? I got my synapses crossed in my head. You know, that's a usual I thing. I hate when I do that. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Exactly. All right, take the, us the, out. The, the take green us wire, out, Max. the red wire, and the blue wire don't uh, don't go in at the this, same slot. At this point, I think we should let Wex shut this <laughs> segment down. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. Thank you, brother. No, we appreciate it, Wex. That was a great Jim Wexel. <laughs> Remember, you can go on jimwexel.com. Or you can go on uh, on Steel City Insider. You can catch Wex, and you can absolutely catch all of his works. He's the author, and he's also the man indeed. So, Wex, we appreciate it as always, and we'll see you next week. He's already gone. Okay, he did. All right, perfecto. <laughs> he had enough. He says, before you make me sign off, I'm going to sign off. Boom. I'm going to sign myself off. Yes. All right. <laughs> Take us out, Max. It's your all right. Well, oh, geez, I thought I thought I did it. Okay, uh, yeah, we'll be back with more inside the locker room here <laughs> on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and SNR Radio. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, back inside the locker room. Getting back to normalcy. Uh, if anybody <laughs> was wondering why Max is doing segment number two. Well, look no further 
It is I. It is I who has who has uh, kerfluffled the uh, rotation. But don't worry, we will get back into good harmony. Indeed, <laughs> I posed a question yesterday. Okay. And I think it's time for that question to come to roost, fellas. Okay. What are we doing? Quarterback power rankings. Yes. Yeah. It's about time we got there, didn't we? There we go. It's about that time. I mean, listen, we teased it yesterday and only took an hour and a half to get there. Um, (laughs) How are we feeling about doing this? Now, it's going to be a little rough. So I think over, I think we do it over, over, you know, two segments. Let's take... How do we want to do this? Do we want to go descending or ascending? That, that's the you one know, question I do want to ask. I, I, I would prefer to go from the top down. You know what I mean? Okay. Get, top down. Because easy one. That's like the easiest to, to be able to ascertain who the best is, I think. I mean, does, is okay. anybody not agreeing that, that Pat Mahomes isn't the best right now? I mean, you can't, you can't really go further than that. I mean, let, let's, just, let's just be completely honest here. Uh, Pat Mahomes is... The cat's meow right now. The cat's and meow. He, he is bees knees? Bees knees. Be, bees knees. You know, he... I can't he, think he, of another one. <laughs> yeah, he he put... He, 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 is the, he is the three quarters that makes a quarterback. <laughs> yes. Yes, okay. No? No? Maybe? Yeah, that, that, was, a, that was a bad dad joke. Well, right you know what? All right, okay. <laughs> That's what the show is the top of the list. I texted Max my tiers of quarterbacks yesterday, okay. and the top tier was yeah. just Mahomes. Really? Yeah, it was a Mahomes tier. Oh, it, wasn't, wow. it, wasn't, it wasn't even like God tier or Unreal or, oh, my gosh, OMG just range. Mahomes. No, it was Mahomes. He has his own tier. And that's lonely at the top of you that. You did it with Nobody else faces. is even close to that. That's amazing. <laughs> you should see Wesley's yeah. uh, chart, whatever he's got. He's got, like, faces with colors and stuff like that. You know? Oh, no. Oh, he put I, the chart I, up here. I, I have it. it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I got right? my, bar na- my bar napkin full of information. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, once Smells again. like menthols. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Smells like lost dreams yeah. and French fries. <laughs> With a little ketchup rubbed a in there. Miller light in there too. Uh, yeah, exactly. a little high life, a little right. high life on the napkin. So, are all three of us in the in concert? Yeah, uh, with Mahomes. One? So Mahomes is yeah. above the elite. <laughs> I love. Yes. I love how Wesley's got it. There's Mahomes, and then there's elite, great, good. No idea where to put you. Just okay. I'm worried. Oh, that's tremendous. You like that one? Oh, that is I told you I put more thought into this than any other. Uh, you got to see any, this. Any other high school yeah. homework assignment I ever had. I can't believe it. What a great yeah, yeah, chart no, he's got he, laid he, out. No idea where are to tremendous, put you. These are tremendous charts, uh, categories. Oh. Uh, so. Okay, so we know that Mahomes is okay, that and that's one of the AFC champion or conference championship right, right. quarterbacks. All right, who do we have at number two? I know there's a list here. Well, here's the thing: this is the, I like the way Wes put this up. Instead of going one, two, three, four, five, he's got all right. You got Mahomes. Next is elite. What quarterbacks are elite? My my way might be a little bit easier, huh? Because you're not holding your feet to yeah. the fire yeah, about the I'm exact just, order. Exactly, you're, I you're not Max giving. Wants, it I think Max wants normal. to hold our feet to the fire. I know that could. I well do. Be. I do. I do. It's the accountability. It's the accountability exercise, right? You know. 
But I, I love uh, the difference between elite, great, good, and no idea where to put you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just like the no idea where to put well, you category. And then the just okay or the I'm worried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like where we're like, eh, you got to do a little hand thing, shake it back and forth. Like, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> okay. So we got Mahomes at the top. All right. So if yeah, we Mahomes by, at the top, who would you okay, put so in the elite? In the elite category? I mean, Lamar Jackson's the first one knee jerk that comes right. in there. Okay, you've got you've got to put Lamar in the elite category. Right. Um, I think you also. It pains me. It really pains me <laughs> that Josh Allen is in this category. But you can't knock regular season success. Well, I put him in elite. Um, I'm definitely elite yeah, with him. Yep. He, he's in the elite category. Um, one more. I don't know. I but I don't know if I. Like Joe Burrow's really good, right? But Correct. I would, I mean, but at the same time, he's also very injury prone, and there's a reason why he hasn't played. I mean, he's missed two seasons already right. in what four years, so it's tough for me to say elite without durability. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I got that's you. A, that's a tough one. I got you. Now, can maybe do we have like a, we we kind of waive the injury right now and say based on. Just ability as shown, skills. yeah, pure skill. This, you know, not taking into account durability, or do we got to include durability? Because that's something that, like, you know, I think you have to if you want talking about consistency of success. You've got durability is a key factor. You know, how often and how long is a guy injured? You have to remember, like Joe Burrow has missed like from week twelve on of seasons and less, mm-hmm. and battled through injuries in training camp. To get to the beginning of the season a year ago, so, you know, and then he wasn't fully right, and then they they did make a run after that once he kind of got right. But there's always something, and that's my one concern because th- if that's the case, I mean, I would throw Dak Prescott in the elite category. That's because yeah, he's always got stats. He's always and putting him in a position to win games, but he also, you know, the bad side is is that both so you got you know, it. He will lose you made, you again. That, you yeah. make a good argument for including it. Okay, so yeah. All right, so we again we agree on Mahomes. I I agree. Yes. Elite is Josh Allen. I also have uh, Lamar Jackson in that as an elite quarterback. Yeah, um, but I, I I would have to put well, you know what I would I, I wouldn't put Joe Burrow in the elite. What say you, Wesley? It's you, you got to defend yours. So the reason I have Joe Burrow in the elite, I agree about your guys' point of injury concerns. I think we could make a similar argument for Lamar Jackson, albeit True. he's been healthy this year but missed a big chunk of time. I, I get that, though. I think that's fair. But for me, the big kicker for Joe Burrow, fellas, is what was the Bengals franchise before he got there? Oh, that's a good point. I mean, how many playoff games had they won in how many decades? He took them to a Super Bowl. He took them to an AFC championship. I mean, from the get-go, he transformed that franchise. Kind of like a little bit, I think, what we're seeing from C.J. Stroud right now. Like, from the get-go, it just looked different from that franchise, from what we've seen in a long time, and the quarterback was the catalyst to stir the dream. I mean, every year that he's been healthy, they've won playoff games. They've been to the AFC Championship or the Super Bowl. Um, So, I, I get the injury concerns, absolutely. I'm not arguing that. But I just think Joe Burrow landed in a situation that, Hey, did he have good wide receivers and things like that? Certainly, but an organization that was uh, in flux, an offensive line that was perhaps the worst in the National Football League, and, and he's transformed them into a contender. 
Okay. Okay. Listen, I hear you. I hear you. And and I am all aboard on that one. But then I would have I'd have to put Dak in that in, in that category too, then, if that's the case. See, I would put Dak in the great as I would put Joe in the in the great, not the elite. You know, because I do believe those injury concerns are valid. Um, yeah. I, I love what Wes said about transforming the organization. Being at the Cincinnati Bengals, though, that we, we call them the Bungles, guys. <laughs> we have the term Escaloser for a reason, yeah. guys. Yeah, true. So yeah. I, I'm thinking I would put Burroughs, um, Joe Burrow, and Dak Prescott in that great category. Now, with Dak, it's always yeah. – I don't know. There's always something with Dak, it seems like. Whenever he, he gets – there's something about – I don't know, Cowboys quarterbacks, it seems to, um, I don't know, kind of blow up in, 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 at points and times. You know what I mean? And maybe yeah. that's just because I don't like the Cowboys because I came in the 80s when the Steelers and Cowboys were, <laughs> you know, hated rivals yeah. and so likes, forth. Nobody yeah. likes the Cowboys. Nobody likes the Cowboys. You don't okay. have to apologize for okay, that. So, okay. Yeah, nobody yeah. likes the Cowboys outside of the Cowboys. Yeah. All right, so I would go Mahomes as Mahomesian. Then you've got Elite, yeah. and I would go Josh Allen. I would go um, Lamar Jackson. And uh, then I would go great. I would put Joe Burrow and Dak Prescott in there as well, in the great. Is there anybody All in right. the elite you'd put in there? Uh, elite going to great? I struggle with Josh Allen. I think that's one of mine because I think you make the same Dak Prescott argument. Right. That's, um, oh, that's a good point. Right? Because, yes, there's a lot of skills. Yes, they do some tremendous things. But then there's that always that moment, right, where there's interceptions, right, right. fumbles, doing too much the stage gets big and you underperform when it counts so that's where i struggle i struggle with josh allen being in the great in the elite category because he has because i think elite i'm thinking this is also playoff success playoff driving mvp caliber type of play when i think of that elite level right and so that's where it becomes a dak josh type of situation all over again um, is he elite or is he great? I think he, I, I think I look at Josh Allen more as a great quarterback versus an elite quarterback because they just haven't shown us, you know, tangible playoff success when they've been at the focal point for what the last three years that they should be a contender for a Super Bowl every year. And every year there's always an unceremonious exit, whether it be the Kansas City falling to the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs or the Cincinnati Bengals that just absolutely steamrolled them a year ago. That's where I struck and those were home games. Let's not forget also, they've been at home for you know for for most of these right. and have gotten embarrassed at home. So that's where that's where I don't know if I can put Josh Allen truly in the elite category. And he kind of he's kind of that borderline. Like, he has to show me something to make the jump. Just like Dak. Dak has to show me something in the playoffs for me to consider him better than a great, really. And it's just it's just one marker that's missing on that. And it's because of the interceptions and the turnovers at critical moments in critical games that really shift the, the teeter-totter one way or the other. All right. Since since we I, something came across my gourd, and i got to ask you guys, which is the better – um, like uh, Cadence, play caller thing, you know, when you when you have uh, Omaha with Peyton Manning, then you've yeah. got, here we go with Dak Prescott, and we got Dilly Dilly with Ben Roethlisberger. I'm, f- frankly, I, I'm, mean, I, I like Dilly Dilly. I mean, come on, that's, that, listen, that's attention. Listen, the that's origin of where Dilly Dilly comes from right, just, right. just already puts you in a good place. 
you know, <laughs> that Bud Light commercial. Oh. It was with the Knights. I just thought yeah. it was so misery. funny. Yeah, the pit of yeah. misery. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. All right. It's tough. To, like Omaha is the brand in that regard, though, right? It like is, that became is. such yeah. a larger than life thing. Those are both two really good ones. But then you've got, here we go. You know, I mean, Dak Prescott doing He's trying that. To, trying to steal Roger Wood's song. Is it, oh, yeah, he here is. we go. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Because it's yeah, a different, here yeah. we go. You know, it's. it's yeah, it, it's a different cadence and pace than the actual song, but. The, the three words in consecutive order lets you know that you're biting off of somebody, Dak Prescott. I know you want to be a Steeler. It's cool. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to throw that yeah. out there. It's just a point of order. Uh, yeah. Just kind of crossed my gourd there. But, okay. Yeah, so. dilly, 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 power ranking number one. Omaha, close second or 1B um, just because everybody says it. And he made it a household brand name. He said it so much. Right. So, uh so yeah, which I have no clue why he picked of all the cities in the greater United States. You picked Omaha. Listen, nothing against it. Love it. Omaha have steaks, businesses buddy. there. Omaha, well, steaks. Omaha, Omaha steaks. Uh, Omaha, the home of College World Series. I get it. it, it it's it's a cool place. Trust me, my best friend lives there. So, ah, um, okay. and I've been I've been to Omaha uh, a number of times, more than I care to uh, to, to admit. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely a, a good one. Um, it has three syllables, right? Omaha. Yeah. You know, there you go. so it, it goes it goes good with rhythm. It's right. rhythmically in balance. It's good cadence. But, uh, but dilly dilly is definitely, I mean, that's just. That's that's so unique. That's just on brand. It's, it's yeah. unique. And, and like I said, it it, may, it, go, it takes you to a place where you appreciate when commercials were definitely theatrical performances in 30 seconds. There you go. <laughs> so. All right. Anywho. So. All right. We gotta step aside. Oh, do we? We gotta oh, step aside. Yeah, yeah we're gonna finish. We're, don't worry. We're, I said this is gonna spread across two two segments. So you're right. We you're are right. good, Wolf. We're we're in the safe zone. We've got a lot that's gonna go into the good, as we can see right now. Um, as the next category up, we come back here with more inside the locker room here on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and SNR Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wee-oo, That's right. It's bell lap time. <laughs> the, uh, the hump day version of the early lunch warning system has now been initiated for everybody and we've been on the topic here we've been talking about quarterback power rankings tiers um quick recap we have the mahomes tier right um which is aka lonely at the at the at the mountaintop tier um <laughs> and it, it the namesake is in that tier patrick mahomes uh we have an elite tier which is a little bit of controversy yes. we have some you know a little bit of, you know, not quite unanimous. I think the unanimous one that we all have is Lamar Jackson, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, questions have come up late about, you know, Josh Allen being in that tier, Dak Prescott being in that tier, Joe Burrow being in that tier as well. Yep. Um, so, you know, that one's, that one's up for grabs. But I think one where a lot of, a lot of guys are going to fall is this, the next tier, which is the good tier. Mm-hmm. 
Oh no! What happened He's to really, Great? Really wait a minute! Good. Wait, wait, wait! What happened? Well, was to there great? A great? Oh yeah, was there goes great? elite, great. Oh, then sorry, great. sorry. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> yes, man. Uh, I, I, feel apologize. Like the, I feel like the teacher making the outline. <laughs> I, 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 I got my G's mixed up. Okay, that's okay. So we have a we have a great tier. Okay, who is in your great tier? My great tier. Mine yeah. was Herbert and oh, yeah. uh, and Hertz. Yeah, he had Herbert and Hertz, and Hertz definitely had a, put a hurting on it. But yeah. I mean, you're right. Uh, it was more team, I think, this year than it was a year ago, where you could <clears throat> easily have argued Jalen Hurts should have been in the great tier. Sure, sure. Uh, Herbert being in that tier, questionable because of the lack of team success, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you did you you did have your your head coach fired during your tenure, so um, that makes it a little <laughs> tough. And this was, you I know, it's we, you know, it's funny too, Max. Like this was just a pure eyeball thing to me, and and I realized yeah. everything you were saying is correct. I just, in my own mind, couldn't have Justin Herbert in the same tier as guys like Geno Smith and Baker Mayfield and Brock Purdy. Just couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, couldn't couldn't do it. Couldn't, couldn't do, do it. it. But but he is. But, but he yeah, he, he might right? be. You, you, he you, might you be. are what you put on tape. You are your resume. <laughs> uh, you know, you're only as good as the rest of the team around you. So you could argue that, I mean, for both of the guys in that great tier. And I think that's where I think, you know, I feel like a Josh Allen falls in that tier. I feel like a Dak Prescott will fall into that tier more often than right. not. The great instead um, of the elite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and the great and the great tier. Trevor Lawrence. Um, Trevor Lawrence would be in the great tier. But Tua. You now, know, see, I would go Trevor uh, good, just like right here. Now you the still one, keep him. Yeah. Well, they can't see what we're on radio, Wolf. They can't see. Oh, wait, yeah, wait. I thought we were talking <laughs> the good tears. Sorry, that's my bad. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> You're like right here. I'm like, <laughs> no, right nobody here. Nobody can no, see you, it. No, no. It's right here. It's, it's just in front up of me. one. Yes, I'm trying. I'm yeah. pointing right at it. Okay. No. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Good heavens. <laughs> um. Yeah. 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 Okay. I would put Matt Stafford in the great. I think yeah, I, I think too. I think I could put him in and was one of the great quarterbacks out there. Yeah, you know, because I, I, I feel like Matt now has that feather in the cap where he will be a Hall of Famer eventually. Yeah, I guess that's uh, where. Yeah, yeah. if yep. you look, I've got him first on my good list. So, I see that. You know. Yeah, but that doesn't matter because he's not in the great list, and we're arguing the great list yeah. here, Wesley. Health, so, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's another one it's with not Stafford. Good you know? enough. The health, it has the to be health, great. But I, no, I agree. I should have probably bumped Stafford up. Because but health again, concern, yeah. He's in a different tier than Baker Mayfield and Brock Purdy. I mean, you know, he he is. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he he's he's above all of those, you know. And uh, maybe I, mean, I should have maybe I should have had a huh? different tier for Baker Mayfield and Brock Purdy. Should have been mostly good, <laughs> usually good, yeah. pretty good. not bad, <laughs> pretty pretty okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have, the, was have the curb your enthusiasm tier. Curb your enthusiasm tier. All right. This, this is going so, down. So where's our, where is our consensus on the great tier? Who is in the great tier, guys? <laughs> I'm laughing too much and I forgot. <laughs> Stafford. I got to put Stafford in there. Stafford's in the great tier. Yeah. I also had Josh Allen and Dak Prescott in the great tier. Okay. So you're Um, not, you're saying they're not elite. I'm saying, I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying more often than not, they fall in the great versus elite. Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> they were the borderline guys. Who's they, on, who's they, on were, good? they were this the line is, guys. This is getting slippery like a greasy pig. <laughs> yes, who's it is. on great? He's on. He's on good. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> who's, on, who's out? Oh, oh whose category is it next? Just <laughs> gonna oh. keep renaming the categories as we get through quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, you see why I wanted to do numbers. <laughs> I, I got you. I got you now. You know, because I think another uh, category you could have on here is living on a prayer. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> That's the oh, Russell oh, Wilson man. category. Yeah, there we yeah, go. yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh. Uh, this is Russell Wilson. This, this Mac Jones. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, Bailey right, Zappi. Okay, okay. Yeah, Bailey Zappi. Yeah, it should be like half Bailey, half Mac Jones on the picture. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, Mac Zappi or Mac Bailey Zappy, Jones. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. man. Speaking of a Jones, I mean Daniel Jones. Okay, you know here, here's the oh, thing. Forgot all about him. Yeah, exact right, right. Because yeah. we 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 had we had a uh, Tommy Cutlets. Yeah, Tommy DeVito. Paisan. Uh, you know what? We're gonna, Come on. We're going to have to roll this over to yeah. tomorrow. I think. We are. We are because oh, this we, we, we cannot stay on task. You guys got to get on uh, Tier Maker and make yeah. your own tier. I can't do anything like that. I know. That takes this skill. is hilarious. Uh, but yeah, we do still have some very good options still available to us, guys. We're, we have not even touched the good category, which I think a lot of quarterbacks <laughs> will lump into this category until we make 17 subcategories for those quarterbacks. Uh, we still have the. Uh, I don't know where to put you category, which is, which is a very good one. And then we have the just okay, a.k.a. the diet soda category. Uh, <laughs> and then we got uh, the I'm worried. Yeah, I or I'm, I, yeah. No, I'm, I I'm worried, but I'm optimistic. The right? no glass is half full category. Honestly, the no idea where to put you tier should probably have way more. I mean, isn't that the quarterback position yeah. in, so, in general, like in so well, many see, ways? Cause, is, yeah, because I, I would put – uh, like a guy Daniel like Daniel Jones, Jones you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. He goes in there. Yep. Jimmy G goes in even, there. Even Russell no Wilson goes him. in there. I have no clue where to put you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he would go there. They they they, they wouldn't be. Then it'd be just Derek Carr in the just okay zone. <laughs> that's right. It's, it's, it's just the car. It's the used car. That's lonely what we'll, is all. That's what we'll call yeah. that tier is used yeah. car. Yeah, it's not quite a lemon. It only spent twenty nine days in service, not the full thirty to call it a lemon. <laughs> So he's still technically passing oh. the grade. Oh, oh man, I'm getting a cramp in my side. Oh God, no. this is this is All hilarious. Right. All right, Wrap so it up. we will we'll leave it there. <laughs> as Wolf, as Wolf is uh, trying to catch himself, but uh, no, we'll be back tomorrow as always. I mean, same black and gold channel, same black and gold time. We got a we got a good show for you coming up. We're gonna finish this quarterback tier, and you know what? We're, we're we're gonna add a new topic, and I will. I will expose that or tease that on social media tonight so we can go through it. And then also, you know, I think we can open up and have some calls. Because do we have Jerry tomorrow? Yeah, so in second hour. So we'll make sure we kind of – Thursday. It's Thursday. The day after hump day. Um, whoop, whoop. Um, so, so I will do that later on this evening and then we will have that discussion on top of closing this one out. And then of course I can't wait to hit Jerry up with some of these questions, but, uh, but it's been a great show. I want to tell everybody go out and make it a great day. Getting ready to take on spring, make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.